Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Giving My Points podcast. I'm your host, Angry Namas, as usual. I'm drawn by my co host, Lockable. What's going on, bro? What's up, bro? Not too much, not too much. And I'm also joined by a returning champion here on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Re- resident guest, uh, you know, we've had on here, Sue Jag. What's up, brother? After this, man, I'm going to need some theme music, like Dion said. Somebody play my theme music. <laughs> well, we can't copyright that, but you know, we'll get, we'll get you some music, my brother. We'll, we'll find you something. something. We will find you something. Appreciate y'all having me on as always. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Also, make sure you like, share, subscribe to the podcast, and make sure you join the P3 Picks Plays and Parlays Discord, where we give our plays for free every day. Make sure you join. All right, getting into this episode, we're going to do our NBA midseason recaps, the road so far. Um, you know what I'm saying? This season has been going on. seemed like it's been picking up more lately, but this season ha- hasn't, you know what I'm saying, been the smoothest rollout <laughs> from when it first started. You know what I'm saying? Um, right now, I think, you know, things are starting to smooth out. Games are definitely getting more competitive. They're ramping up. Um, and the East has been more consistent with who's been at the top. But at the West, is you know, I think it's been since the beginning of the season up to now, it's been great parity to where, you know, you don't have a big clear-cut leader in a division. So, you know, that's going to be interesting to see how that continues on. But what's been going on with, with y'all, what y'all been seeing so far this season? That's really been standing out. Man, the craziest thing to me is the ridiculous amount of points everybody scores every night, right? Obviously, Spider just went for 71, but that was a, a night less than a week ago, maybe 10 days ago, where like eight dudes had over 40. And I was like, what is happening in the league? Yeah, right, it's, been, right. it's been like that for for the past few days I feel like where guys are coming out there just getting whatever they want out there. Luca being the main one. Spider, like you just mentioned, just dropped seventy one. Tatum doing his thing to Rosen. He's I can guarantee twenty five points from him. You got LeBron out there dropping thirty, forty pieces out there. It's been crazy these past few uh weeks Giannis, in the NBA. Giannis had a double Yeah, Giannis had fifty five. Yep. Yep. And Clay, uh, Clay with the fifty photo of the day, bro. Right, we just talked about that. Yeah, I forgot about Clay. Yeah, no disrespect to that's probably the most surprising one to me, right? Because Clay's not playing back to backs and trying to come back, and still somehow got that weather, bro. That's still that dude jumping once he get rolling. It's still it's, one of the prettiest things in the league. Yeah, right. Him, him, well, him. that was one thing um, I mentioned on about Clay because you know. He was feeling some type of way at the beginning of the season. Uh, Chuck had made a, a point to where, you know, where he was saying he's not going to be the same Clay Thompson, and he kind of took offense to that. But Chuck was just saying, bro, you're a year, you know, later into your career, plus you're coming off a devastating injury, so you're not going to be the Clay we saw seven years ago. And he took he took offense to that, plus he took – he was feeling slighted that he wasn't on the top 75 players list. And I, I felt he was kind of, you know, like on some, 
some woe is me, feel sorry for me type shit. And I'm just like, bro, just get back out there and, and shoot in time. You eventually you're going to get your legs back under you to where you feel comfortable and, and doing what you have to do. But at the same time, nobody beats uh father time, bro. He's, he's undefeated. It, it, it's just going to happen. But he, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, when, when dude is on, he, he still is that guy where it's like, I can score these buckets like it's nothing. Right, and I've said it when we talked about that a while back that Clay's not the same Clay he was before that injury. Don't get me wrong, he's still a lethal three point shooter if he gets rolling and you got if you got Steph out there with you, they both lethal from the three point line. But I mean he's still a great basketball player. I mean, you know, things change like Father Time will catch up to you. Yeah, man, and Clay was the original three and D guy, right? He was a uh shoot the ball when you open and play defense against the best wing player for the Warriors. And they won mm-hmm. four championships, I guess, well, three in his prime. And then they won that fourth one last year after he was coming back from the Achilles. But to the point, man, Clay just need to go play his game. And um, I guess when you get to that level, though, you need motivation from somewhere. Because what Chuck said was the truth, right? You're coming off of back-to-back devastating injuries. You're down in your, your 30s. And you can't compete with the John Morant's of the world like you were when you were in your 20s and in your prime, right? I think was the only point. But props to Clay, man. Clay went out, just like you said, Batos and got buckets. And that's how you shut up critics, man. You just go and you drop 54 in an NBA game. People just got to be like, okay, maybe Clay still does have it. Right, right. But that, and that's the thing, man. Um, especially, I think the way the game is called and they keep instituting these different rule changes and everything that's driving up the like guys not being aggressive on defense. It to me is becoming a lost art. Just like the running back position is in football. They've shifted away from it to where it's like, Oh, it is not of importance. Um, if you guys just want to keep shooting threes or whatever, we don't really care about the defense because they're going to call a tick attack foul. So I'd rather you just shoot the ball instead of getting fouls when I need you in clutch moments, you know? Yep. 100% agree with you, brother. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. But I, I feel, yeah, the defense, man, it's, it's just not there how it used to be. Well, you know, they, they got this um, three second um, illegal defense call now you uh you can't head check or put your hand on them outside of the paint like they got all these rules to kind of open up they call it freedom of movement right um and that's why you see i think that's playing a major part why people can just go get buckets because the talent level is at um uh, an all-time high and so you, you company that with you can get any way you want to on the court and the nba wants you to space it out people gonna go get 40 whenever they want to Right. Yeah, that's the thing with the new rules and stuff. I mean, I can't, I can't uh, debate on the old era of NBA. That it was more physical than it is now. But based off highlights I've seen, it does look a lot more physical, and the rules aren't the same, of course. But it that does play a factor in how defense is played now with all these different fouls and soft calls that we get these days. Because it seems like. If I watch a basketball game and a player drives to the paint or whatever and you barely tap them or alter the, alter the shot in any way, it's going to get called for a foul. 
Yeah, it does seem that way, man, because, you know, even with them changing their clear path to where if you do a clear path fall or whatever, they're going to get the ball and they're going to shoot and everything. And it's just like, God damn. Right. You know, basically, you know, don't even touch the guy. Uh, or, you know, and it seemed like every hard foul now has to be reviewed for flagrant, whether it's flagrant one or two. And to me, some of that can kind of, you know, they, they can kind of pull back a little bit on that. I'm not. I'm not saying we're gonna ever get back to the glory days where you know, what I'm saying you could throw a ball <laughs> on somebody and it just be like, "Hey, ball out," you I know. What I'm saying? But it it not got to a point where I ain't gonna say it's soft because I mean it's just you just play the game within whatever rules that they you know are gonna apply to you. But it's definitely changed. But um, I can say going going starting this season off, man. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, bro. Let's talk about them. Right now, they are currently third in the East. Their season started off as a complete shit show, bro. Let, let's right. just keep it a buck. It was a complete shit show. Since then, they fired Steve Nash. Uh, it be done with, a long time ago. Right. He shouldn't have got that job <laughs> in the first place, in my right. opinion. But, right. you know, it is what it is. Um, they've gotten some guys back healthy. And they've gotten back to the basics of just playing ball. You know, after all the whole media circus with Kyrie and everything with that, and, you know, guys not not even being healthy and whatever, they've gotten back to play ball. I think, what they was it 13 straight or 12 straight, their, their 12, uh, winning streak? 12. 12. Okay. So they, they managed to win 12 straight, and they're currently uh, – I'm sorry, I said third. They're second in the East right now. You know what I'm saying? So they, they've gotten back to ball, and that's what it is, bro. Ball don't lie. If you get back just to play ball, you're going to be took care of. Because there's no way when you have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and you even getting Ben Simmons getting part of his shadow back to where he out mm-hmm. here, like, getting his confidence back and playing ball. Like, he yeah. got off the bullshit, like, ah, my back, and ah, they saying this, and nah, nah, nah. Cause I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. This is what I think happened with Ben Simmons, man. When that shit happened with uh Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion, and it came out, <laughs> Ben Simmons had uh had got with Megan Thee Stallion. It's like niggas was like, oh shit, boy, hey, hey, boy, boy, nigga, you, what? And I guess he just took that and started running with his confidence, playing well back in the league, bro. Because I'm just saying, I ain't saying it's true. But I ain't saying it's not either. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Ben Simmons has found, actually found his way into this team. And I've said it a while ago. If the Nets just stick the ball, they're going to do well. And they have ever since Kyrie's come back and all the Ben Simmons talk has went away. They've been playing ball and they've been winning. The new coach changes is, is working well with them. The Nets going to be a problem. If they keep this up. They're going to be a problem up there. Yeah, that coach was uh he got coach of the month honors for the East uh for the month of December, bro. I mean well deserved. Well deserved. Shout out Willie Green for winning it for the West. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, but Matt, Kevin Durant is playing out of this world right now, too. And uh he is. to the to the points, right? Like if, if the Nets just hoop, they got all of the talent in the world to go and compete and, and possibly win a championship, especially when Durant is playing at a typical Durant 
level because that dude averaging 30 and on some ungodly shooting percentage. I think he's shooting better from mid-range than he has at the rim or something like that because I think Kevin Durant shooting over 50% from the field uh, right now as a primary jump shooter, which is ridiculous. But KD's always had the talent, man, and Kyrie – to to Batosai's point is is done with the the bull and just on the court hooping and Ben Simmons being the versatile six ten playmaker and defender he is with Joe Harris uh, lockdown sniper on the uh, on the outside with Claxton kind of roaming the middle as the recipe to get them dudes buckets and wins and like you said twelve in a row second in the in the East. And I'm going to go to Smoothie King on Friday, and I'm going to go and check them out. So, because I've never seen all three of them hoop before, so be good to see them in person. But yeah, man, Brooklyn is doing what people thought Brooklyn was going to do two years ago or a year ago, I guess. Right, 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 right. And and that's the thing too. Um, I think it's kind of lost because we had the era of the super team where it was, you got to get three superstars or whatever, big three, and, you know, get as many of these superstar guys you can on one team. I mean, that sounds good in theory, but I think you got to have balance. Because, I mean, of course we saw what happened in Miami where you had Prime LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh, what they were able to do. It wasn't always smooth, but, I mean, they put a hell of a combo on the court. But then you also saw a couple of years ago, what last year, oh, or year before last, whatever, with the Lakers, when they had their so say uh, big combo with LeBron and AD and everything, and they got a bunch of guys who were all stars or whatever, but they were old and that shit didn't work. Right, right. So you got to have a balance of young talent, and you got to have the veterans. But it can't it can't be too out of balance because you're gonna need these young guys to step in roles because you're gonna have to, you, their benefit is their youth to where they can play these back to backs like it ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? But they yeah. also need to get their confidence to where okay, we playing a seven game series. If I'm gonna get doubled, I need to be able to pass this ball to this guy and have the confidence in him that. He's going to make this shot when I give him the ball. You know, that old Avery Johnson, when I pass you the ball in the corner, <laughs> shoot the shoot. ball in the corner. Shoot the ball in the corner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all you need to do is do your fucking job. And I think the Nets are starting to find that because, you, especially with this win streak, I'm seeing guys with confidence. You know what I'm saying? Go in there oh, and be yeah. like, yo, all right, I got the shot. But yeah, they're going to double KD. That's a problem. Oh, you're going to double Kyrie? That's a problem. I'm going to be open. I'm going to hit you in the corner for three. And that's what I think most team needs is balance. Uh, this young talent, You, I mean, I'm not expecting you to get your young guys and be like, we need 20 a night from you. But 12, hit an 18 and, and 7 or whatever, and you do defensive effort, that's going to win your games. Yeah, and uh, going back to your uh, Laker point, that all they all went all in on these old guys or older players, and it just didn't work. They really needed, if anything, they should have been trying to grab some really young guys because, like you said, these old these older guys can't really play back to backs like they used to. And but that's been Le- LeBron mo though. Get all the young niggas out and bring his old guys, and, and we gonna battle. Well, I mean, you know, 
ex- he likes the experience. <laughs> and he could he carry likes- a team when he wasn't thirty eight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean that's fine, but, but it leaves it leaves the franchise in devastation. It just so happened that this time he was there to stick around in L.A., where they've been devastated with no youth and they have no assets because they got rid of all of them. Right? <laughs> Shit. And they're owned by the New Orleans Pelicans, and that fan base is itching to see what draft pick they get to swap with the Lakers this year because. Um, the Rob Palenka and the Lakers made a bet. They pushed their chips all in. They got a championship out of the bubble uh, from the Anthony Davis deal, but trading away or letting Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma and Larry Nance and Julius Randle and D'Angelo Russell and Lonzo Ball and all of them first-round draft picks um, time and time Josh again. Josh Hart. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson. That's another one, right? Like all of that young talent that's all still under 30 and all bucket getters in the league now. And L.A. got that one championship. But to your point, I don't think anybody really considers them a contender this year. And then next year, LeBron will just be another year older. And I think A.D. has an opt out at the end of this year. And who knows if he decides to resign back there. Right. So, yeah, that. The Lakers fans got the championship that they wanted, but I don't think they got the sustained success that they were hoping that Anthony Davis could be kind of this torchbearer once uh, LeBron James started AD because AD is just not a – he's not a Batman, bro. He a Robin, and they're unfortunately finding that out in L.A. Right. Yeah, man, I mean, but that, that's the double-edged sword when you got him. You, that's the WSO you got to win. This guy is healthy. He's one of the top players in the league. But he's going to get injured. It's not a matter of if he gets injured. It's for when and how long. And that, that right. was the problem in New Orleans. Like, we, we loved him in New Orleans or whatever. But dude stayed hurt a lot. And when he got traded, we were, it was kind of bittersweet. We were like, well, damn, bro. You don't want to play player? Okay, fine. Leave. But at the same time, we knew Lakers, okay, y'all got that bubble chip. That's cool or whatever. That's y'all title. But – you're gonna deal with you're gonna deal with these injuries, but you don't know how long. And right now, he's injured. We don't know when he's coming back. You know, but he was balling this season. I, I gave him his props. Yeah, I, I quit calling him street clothes. He was he's back to being AD. But I mean, what is he in every night? What is he in every night right now? Yeah, because he went to toe to toe with Giannis in Milwaukee, and I think both of them had forty and fifteen or something, and they won that game. Um, the Lakers did. So, yeah, Anthony Davis was, was was balling to start the year, and then he got injured. I think the the two knocks on, on Davis that I think are kind of well-documented now are the street clothes that, that uh, Charles Barkley calls him. Uh, and, again, I don't think he's, a, he's not a leader, right? And so that's why I didn't work in New Orleans because they wanted their best player to be their leader, and he's just not that guy. Um, and that's why when, when Boogie Cousins came over, it would have worked. And then, unfortunately, Boogie tore his Achilles and uh, was never the same there. And I think that was kind of the precipice to get Anthony Davis out of New Orleans. But, yeah, man, Los Angeles, the the, the Lakers will be back, right? We'll, we'd be fooling ourselves to think that they won't trade for a superstar or a tank and get a great draft pick and be right back to the, the illustrious annals that their history suggested they will be. But right now, 
They don't have anybody under the age of 25 I would consider a lot to be a superstar. Because, what Anthony Davis got to be 27 at this point, right? He ain't under 25 no more. Um, right. Yeah, and so that future and all of their draft picks, uh, they got a swap with the Pelicans this year in 2023. And I think the Pelicans have the option of taking that first-round pick next year. And if they don't, it's the first or 25, and then they got to take it. So, at least for the next couple of years, um, that draft pick is tied up to New Orleans, so they won't even be able to get a stud out of the the draft to kind of help them rebuild. Yeah, eighty gonna be he's gonna be thirty in March. Oh man, yeah, that whew, boy, time flies. That's yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I guess Austin Reeves is the youngest cat on that team that might be some, but that's we're not fooling ourselves. Austin Reeves not gonna be no superstar in the league, not based on what we've seen so far, anyway. No. Now, what y'all, what y'all think about that other team in L.A., bro? The uh, L.A. Clippers. If, oh, you if Kawhi healthy. No, go ahead, mm, bro. Man, like Shannon Sharp said, man, that man Kawhi Leonard picking up government checks whenever he plays. <laughs> I've already told Angry this, man. I, I I can't I, I'm have to knock his Hall of Fame status because of that, bro. I know that's not the topic, no. but I'm just saying, man. No, no, <laughs> no, bro. We, no. we talked about this no. on a couple episodes back, bro. You mad disrespectful saying Kawhi? No, I don't care. I don't care. You can call it what you want. This man don't play. He doesn't play. He but collects he, his two checks. But when he does play, if he plays consistently, he's a great basketball player. But ha- ever since Toronto. No. I give him his props for San Antonio and Toronto. But ever since he came to L.A., no. That man is enjoying life. Bro, he, he ain't plays been a the few... same since he ain't been the same since Zaza Pachulia undercut him, against, uh, yeah, undercut him against the Warriors years ago, bro. What'd you expect? Okay. Like, okay, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard is, a, is a tool that you use. He's not an axe. He's a scalpel. Like okay, if you if you got a rocket, you don't shoot the rocket at every enemy. Sometimes you just gonna put that pistol or that AR out on them. Kawhi Leonard is a rocket. You fire that only when you have to when it's necessary, and that yeah, is and that's the playoffs. Man, yeah, you made the specials get in in the Hall of Famer, bro. All I'm saying oh, yeah. is, if LeBron was doing this. Y- y'all bro, would ask him, bro. He won a championship in Toronto. It don't matter. In Toronto. It don't matter. It don't matter. I'm talking about the Have you now. seen them places he left? <laughs> yes. Pascal Siakam was their next best player. And we didn't even they know who that was. That and I'll never, I'll, like, I never, I like, I lost so many prop bets with that dude last year. He'd been on the <laughs> band list, and I'll never, I'll never use him for props, bro. That dude is a joke. They gave him a hundred and something million just because they was like, please don't leave. He need to pay Kawhi because that's who got him that bag. It is. <laughs> okay. All right. But the original question, I think the Clippers healthy with Kawhi, PG 13. Uh, Reggie Jackson and uh, John Wall and Z- not you got Zaza Pachulia on the front of my mind and uh, uh, Zubich, yeah, <laughs> Zubac. Uh, as, as, as they're big, um, can win games in the playoffs because Kawhi and PG thirteen have seen it all in the playoffs, right? So I don't think that's a team anybody would want to see fully healthy in the playoffs. 
kind of like if Golden State get healthy and get into the playoffs, right? Like that's two veteran teams that have been there, done that, and can win you a seven-game series just based off of the superstar talent they got alone. Richard Jackson, man, he becomes a different animal in them playoffs, bro. I'm a, I'm, I know, I'm a bro, team that boy was cooking people last year. He was. Bro, he, he he turns it up a notch, man. I Man, I'm not sold on him because, you know, we, we put hype in him and everything, and, of course, their biggest issue really isn't the team. It's the health bug. You know, are these guys going to be available? Are they going to be healthy? Because uh, when it's time to shine, these guys do play, and they have the talent. That's the thing. They have the talent to do it. But, you know, it's a long season, bro. Um, you know, and, and dudes just don't care about the regular season like, we, like we're used to NBA players caring about. To your point, Batos, they just want Kawhi healthy for the playoffs. That's all they care yeah. about. That's what they're working towards. Yeah. Okay, right now, um, looking at the odds for the Western Conference on FanDuel right now, uh, the favorites they have are the Phoenix Suns at plus 350, second favorite, Los Angeles Clippers at plus 440, and third favorite are the Golden State Warriors at 480. I'm sorry, four, plus 460. Um, that's interesting to see that they're putting that much faith in the Phoenix Suns because – Booker they, been out of well, he out now and finna be out a month. Right. He yeah, he might like, be in the lottery. And even before that, they just haven't looked like the same Suns team we've seen the last two seasons. Um I, I you know, they had that big falling out the end of last year's playoffs with uh DeAndre Ayton and uh coach. And, and I think that's carried over. Yeah, that's that's carried over where it's like a black cloud, but they tried to do some maneuver where they thought they could get Kevin Durant in the offseason, but that didn't happen. And they signed Aiden out of desperation. But with them signing him, they was like, well, you can't move him for a certain amount of time or whatever. Plus, they paying a ridiculous amount of money. So he kind of like, oh, I don't give a fuck. You got to fucking pay me or whatever. And it, it, I don't know if that's kind of a black shadow that's just and hanging Jay over Crowder them. Holding but, out too, right? I forgot yeah, all about and- Jay Crowder. <laughs> Well, I forgot he been holding out. Jay Crowder. We had fuck Jay right. Crowder shirts and everything with the Pelicans, <laughs> but I don't know, man. To say that that's that's the favorite who to come out the West right now, I I just don't see that. I just don't see it right now. Yeah, man. Phoenix is eighth in the Western Conference right now, twenty and eighteen. And like I said, I think Booker finna miss at least another three to four weeks, maybe. So. I, I don't know how that's still up there, and I guess they're projecting because the, the Warriors got the same record, 20 and 18, and Steph is probably closer to returning than Booker is. So fully expect the Warriors to go um, on a run. And, then again, if the Clippers are healthy, they'll be there too. But, yeah, Phoenix, dude, I don't see that at all. Bro, the Warriors are straight ass on the road. Like, <laughs> man. The funny thing is, didn't the Warriors – uh, sneak their way into the playoffs last year? Uh, No, they weren't in the play-in, so they had to at least had to be uh, It was very low. Five? Uh, I about to oh, say, it wasn't six. no high. Because, I mean, it was one of them years where people was riding them off already because like, they didn't look good, but they found it their was way to the... Because uh, what, the Mavericks, they, they played them, the, Ma- the Mavericks in the finals, and who had home field? Was it? Yeah, the, I think the Phoenix had the one seed. Dallas upset them in the semis, and then I think Golden State played Memphis in the semis. So I think that was the higher seeds. 
Uh, I think Memphis was like a two seed, so you might be right. Maybe Golden State was the six seed last year. Okay. But yeah, Golden Golden State, bro. Right now, uh, Golden State is three and sixteen on the road. They're seventeen and two at home, bro. That's three and sixteen. Yes, they're basically the inverse with their home and um home and you know loss record. They lost sixteen. Oh my god! I don't think I knew that before just now. Oh, we we've been yeah. talking about it, bro. Like they yeah. they are ass on the road. Like I think they may have the worst road record in the league. I believe I believe you are right. Three on that. and sixteen is that is nasty work, boy. God, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So like, I don't know what's not translating to them on the road compared to being at home. Maybe maybe it's them them girls. Got to be there for Jordan too. Maybe they put <laughs> some good pass. What'd you say their home record was? Uh, their home record. They're seventeen and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, that's got to be the the best home record in the league. So they got the best home record and the worst uh, road record. Yeah. God. That is absurd. Yeah, the closest team is uh the Cavaliers, seventeen and four. Um. Yeah, they, they must be putting some booger bears on the front line <laughs> as distracting Jordan Poole or something. Because, you know what I'm saying, when they put them broads uh, out there uh, at their home, Jordan Poole turns into a monster. This boy this boy like Jordan back in 96. But on the road, hey, he like, ah, right, bro, I got, I got to get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, he, I, he, I don't know. He don't play well. Jordan Poole, one of them players, I think that if he get out of Steph and Clay Shadow, he'll go get you 30 at night, too. And what's up with him? What's his name? Um, God damn it, I can't think of his name. The the the, the third amigo with Golden State, oh, Andre, he got paid and, as Andrew, well. No, Andre Wiggins. Oh, and, and no, Wiggins. Wiggins. Yeah, yeah. Where he, he been up to? Yeah, he yes, been he hurt. hurt. So they must be expecting these guys to just come come back like Voltron at the end of the season and make a run or something. Because I I just don't know how they're that high when they can't win a road game. <laughs> hey man, I saw like, them in in Madison Square, bro, and they got housed by forty against the Knicks. Bro, you That's almost played 40. 20, 20 road games. You almost played half your season uh road games, and you won three. <laughs> you won three of them. <laughs> them boys are horrible. I mean, right? I watched like, them when they came to New Orleans. Them boys got spanked. And they did, yeah, you was you was highly pissed because they didn't play any of their starters. Oh, I remember yeah. that. I, I was <laughs> very pissed players. because they waited to an hour before to say that. I'm like, y'all are a bunch of niggas for that, bro. Right. Come on, man. <laughs> Come I on, they man. Orlando the night before or something like that, and they lost. No, yeah, no, no. Like, yeah. Wait, no. They, I thought it was Houston because they dropped 50-some points. Maybe it was. It was Houston. Yeah. Okay. My, yeah, because no, Steph and Clay both dropped a hot, like, a high point game. And I'm like, them boys ain't hurt. They got some nerve being at this game and they street clothes and they want to wait an hour man, before. Man, they, I'm not trying to hear that. You play Houston. Game. You play Houston. <laughs> but you don't play New Orleans. James Harden. They Kawhi. Yeah. Bruh, they might have played Houston. Experience in Houston uh, after that game. You play Houston. <laughs> they're, they're, on 10 and, oh, they're on oh, 10 nice. and 27. The Pelicans are a better matchup. You should have said against Houston. But whatever. That's in the past. Not that you're still bitter about that or anything. Yeah. Right. You know. 
<laughs> and uh, right now uh, in the Eastern Conference, uh, Boston is leading. They're at plus 195, Bucks plus 240, and Brooklyn Nets are plus 410. I think that's more consistent because, uh, like I said, the Eastern Conference, they've been more consistent in the good teams have been good for most of the season. That's uh, right now Boston 1, Brooklyn 2, Bucks 3, and the Cavs at 4. Um, yeah. Cavs, man, they – they they seem like they're trying to take that next step because did they they lost to the Nets in the play in uh, didn't they? Uh, let me I, think. Because Atlanta uh, and Cleveland, I think, were the two teams in the play in that didn't make it last year. So I think that's right. I I think so, but right now they're sitting at four, and uh, number five is Philly. So I guess they turn around, but you know I, I, how I feel about Doc Rivers. He, he, he's, <laughs> he's, he's pulling another mediocre-ass season to where it's like, I got these guys out here ready to play, but we're not going to win jack shit. Okay. I'll be <laughs> you, ready for, you ready for him to uh, get fired, bro? bro Man, he's Doc been one of the most mediocre coaches, bro. Like, holding on let's to stop that the bullshit. Yeah, he holding on to that 08 championship 14 years later, bro. Like, that, Man. Like how is that still the most prominent thing on your resume? Like, what what are we doing, bro? He had the Clippers with the band. man. Really and truly, we talking about it. Clippers had damn near an all star team with Live City and everything, and they couldn't get shit done. Right, right. <laughs> but that was also because of the point guard that he had. That's not a an elite winner in this league either. And that, that that's why I don't understand how they got him with Phoenix so high. I'm like, say, bro, that boy a year older, okay. And he has been falling. That that body has gotten weary in his playoffs these last several years. So let's keep it a buck. Yeah. Plus, plus, like I say, that boy, he ain't been right since that boy K West threw that Twitter bomb on him. Basically, <laughs> set that set a, a, a flaming pile of dog dude on his fourth step. Like, I mean, could you imagine, bro? It's a Friday night. You went to bed and everything like that, chilling. He might have had him some wine or whatever because, you know, it got the whole wine group in the NBA and all that. They on that sophisticated shit now. He might have had him a glass of wine or whatever. Went to sleep. Man, that motherfucking phone was probably on fire that night. Wake up Saturday in the morning. <laughs> oh, what a lovely day. Kanye West, through your name, said he caught you in his wife's bed. And he put out a damn <laughs> high school yearbook photo that nobody know where he got it from. <laughs> it's like, bro, this ain't even from this ain't even from Wake Forest or nothing, bro. Where he get this photo? <laughs> right. And he Wait. said you was in this man bed, your wife. Like, I mean, damn, bro, what a mind fuck, man. Like, Jesus, <laughs> he ain't been the same. Jesus that team ain't been the same since that happened. <laughs> so yeah, it has. That's that, that's crazy, man. Yeah, the, the East, to your point, though, I think the East, Boston, Milwaukee, uh, Brooklyn, and Philly are the four teams, I think, that have a realistic shot coming out of the, the East. And I throw Cleveland in there, but Donovan Mitchell is new, right? So I don't know really if they got the cachet to make anything happen in the um, in the playoffs. But um, Boston looks like they are – 
going head first into the finals again with the the team that they've got. Um, and I never bet against Giannis because he's the best player in the league, and they got a legit team over there um, that I think that can compete and possibly go win a championship. But what about the Miami Heat, though, bro? Like, they they, they be in the mix at the end every year. But right now, I mean, they, they kind of look like shit this season. Like, they I don't know. They just seem like, yeah, we're a team. We have the propensity to be good, but we just play okay basketball. But look out for us when the playoffs come. I am about to say, I think that's what it's going to be. I think they're going to be uh, – ju- they'll do just – enough to get to the play in or just to get in the playoffs and then they're gonna uh play good. Right. Like just enough. Just enough. That'll do. I saw um, I was reading earlier, I think Bam on the well, at least teams are calling about Bam um to see if Miami is willing to, to move off of him. That'll be a signal that they just giving up on the season. But um I think that speaks to yeah, Miami's kinda in this this limbo that what are they really gonna do? Because to me, they, they did two bad signings when they gave uh, Duncan Robinson that money and when they gave Tyler Hero all that money. I'm not saying Tyler Hero is bad or anything. I just think he's think he's way better than what he actually is. Man, the so, worst contract they handed out was to uh, to Kyle Lowry. They gave that boy $30 million a year. They sure did. They gave him a good amount oh of money. Oh, my God. I didn't know, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure it was three for eighty nine or three for ninety or something like that. Damn, boy! Jeez, damn! That's a lot. That's a lot yeah, of let money. me. I'm gonna go check real do quick. But do we even play on a consistent basis now? No, no. Oh yeah, three year, eighty five million dollar contract. Oh yeah, eighty five. Sorry. So he Fully just down that Cadillac in Florida. He ain't even had to pay state <laughs> income tax. Just, just on South Beach, just living it up. Yeah. yeah. Damn, boy, whoever his agent is, he need to put that as his poster. I got Kyle Larry, 385, bro. Hey, yeah. man, guess I'm what? The Pelicans were on the short list that was chasing that dude to be their vet leader um, when he signed that deal with Miami. So thank God so he, he turned down the Pelicans to go to side with so Miami. So glad. So glad. Glad um, he didn't get that guy. Right. Chicago Bulls, bro. What are y'all waiting for? Move Rosen. Move blow Rosen, bro. Move Rosen. Like, yeah, you gave Zach Levine that money. I ain't going to lie. You can kind of move Zach, too. You mm, can, I mean, I don't Zach, know Zach, Zach can, get, can guarantee you a 20-piece. 20 20-piece. 20 yeah, depending on where listen, he goes. They got offense. They just healthy. can't get stops over there. Yeah, that's right. Like, they got Vucevic there or whatever. But, I mean, he's just like, I get rebounds. I get points every now and then. I go home, you give him a check. Yes. He ain't been near that all star level that he was in Orlando in Chicago. Hell no, bro. I, I just I I just don't get it, bro. They they look bad and it's looking like mm But Yeah. Chicago gotta get, blow get, it up. Atlanta probably about to blow it up. What is Bradley Bill doing in Washington still? Bruh, he that suffering, man. Like, because you know what it's going to be. It's going to be another year of Bradley Bill meme mugging, making memes when he's frustrated. <laughs> That's what's going to happen, bro. Yep. You thinking, well, Chris Stapazing is here, Kyle Kuzma here. Chris Stapazing is going to let you down every time. 
it's a big tall um, Eastern European motherfucker that you know when he, he healthy he plays well, but you you really can't bank your future on him, bro. Plus, mm-hmm. not when you have to go against what you're going against in that East. You're going against Boston Celtics, who are in the finals. That's young boys. That's young boys with talent and experience who know what it takes to make it to the top. You got the Brooklyn Nets. You got some champions on there. You got KD to contend with. You got KD and Kyrie. You got Bucks. You got Giannis, who, if he wants to be, is a freight train that you can't do anything to stop him. He's like an inevitable inevitable force, bro. Like, what the fuck y'all got in Washington? Chris Tapperzingas? What? That man been on my band list. That man been on my band list for a while. So yeah, bro, like I don't know what they doing. Like, get Bradley Bill out of there. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't get it, man. And Atlanta, like you say, going to Atlanta. I saw a tweet or Insta, uh, Instagram post of the week. They talking about Nate McMillan talking about he want to resign. Maybe uh, they had the strife with uh, with Trey Young. I don't know if that has to do with them bringing in Dejounte Murray or uh, Dejounte, Dejounte, Dejounte. You had it right, Dejounte Murray. Dejounte Murray. Okay, because they look like they had a young core, and it was just a few years ago that this team made it to the Eastern Conference Finals with a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> Why well, would say nobody's but a bunch of young talent that was unproven and hadn't been in that position and they were able to do it. So you thought, man, they built a great foundation. And right now, it's turning into the dog shit. They, they, yeah, they're nice right. right now. Chemistry matters, though, right? So, yeah, I don't know what the dynamic of, uh, of Murray and Trey is in that backcourt, um, but John Collins been on the trade block seemingly forever. Um, Clint Capella. I think Clint, that dude is good. Me too. Hey, me, me too. too. I think Collins can who? And so yeah, I don't know what Atlanta did because you, like you said, I thought they were on the right trajectory, and then they added the All Star and Dejounte Murray to their team, and it looked like they went the wrong way. True, man. I it, it's it, it's unfortunate, man. But I, I thought they were going to be a team that you know that they was taking the next step, but you know, um, and like you said, bottom of the East. They just the bottom. We ain't even going to touch on them. They are where they are because they are. Now, a team I think made one of the worst moves of the season. This is one of the worst moves in the NBA, maybe one of the worst moves in all the sports, is the Minnesota Timberwolves trading mm-hmm. all of those draft picks for Rudy mm-hmm. Gobert. For the Frenchman. Mm-hmm. For the Frenchman. Like, y'all, I mean, basically – um, Utah gave y'all a, a tall freshman and some bad gets because y'all ain't getting shit done. Y'all are regression. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they, I saw a stat the other day that um, Minnesota basically traded away a better Rudy Gobert. The guy that they traded, you know, Rudy Gobert with, he has more blocks per game than Rudy Gobert has with, with the Timberwolves. And it's like, is that damn. Jared Vanderbilt in Utah? Yeah. And Utah, yeah. man, I was I was on their hype train at the beginning of the season, but they slowly got back down to, you know, whatever they are. They ranked 10th, but they're still above Minnesota. And Minnesota, you know, they had the big thing with Pat Bell going crazy. Like, they won a championship game when they won just a play-in game. <laughs> when they won the play-in, but, yeah. But, yeah, that, that, that fucking team has been hobbled for years. You trade away four first-round draft picks – 
And I'm not going to say that first-round draft picks correlate to the NBA like they do in, say, football, but it's the capital. It's the cachet that they can give you where you can leverage a play to get a proven vet if you throw that first-round pick in there because some teams value that more than others. But right now, them boys looking like, yo, y'all going to the lottery, fam, and you ain't even got you ain't even getting a pick. Like you got you got D'Lo crying the other week. He playing football. We playing basketball because it's Zion. <laughs> like what? If you scared, get out the way. <laughs> if you scared, just say that, bro. Just, just that's say that. all you need to say. And just say that. And Minnesota got two dudes on that team. Uh, Anthony Edwards and Cat that are 23, 24 years old and could potentially be superstars. And then they're going to make this silly-ass move. And now they saddle to Gobert, <laughs> who don't give them nothing on offense and get played mm-hmm. off of the court in the playoffs when they go to the pick and roll and he can't stay in front of nobody. Like, that was, to your point, that's the worst trade I can think of in recent history. Bro, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's terrible. It's terrible. so bad. It's yeah, that, that franchise is going to be be hobbled. I can see Ann Edwards in a few years like, I ain't signing back here. Nope, I don't want the extension. Let <laughs> right. me get up out of here. Yeah, I see y'all him can have there. the Frenchman and Cat. And, and, uh, y'all Carlin can stay here in Minnesota. Um, but, um, you know, that that that's got to be one of the worst. I don't know, man. It's either that trade for Rudy Gobert or the Russell Wilson trade is looking like one of the worst trades in sports in all. No, they both, they both, they both up there. <laughs> Shit, they they're bad. both up there. But give it to Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. That's right. Nah, let's not ride. That was, let's, I'm sorry. That's terrible. Let's not. Let's not start off the car. Let's not yeah. pack for nothing. No, let's stay in the house. <laughs> let's stay in the house and put us on film or something. Because we need a whole new game plan. But, you know, getting to it, man, these Pelicans, bro, this is the team where Mm. we've said it for years that they're realizing their potential. The only thing, man, is with every every other team has to deal with this, but I think the Pelicans even more is the health issue. Right now we got the news the other day that Zion's going to be out for an extended period of time dealing with a hamstring issue, which is unfortunate, but at the same time, it, it is what it is we expect from him, and that, that's his biggest downfall. It's not the X's and O's or the physicality of the game. It's his health, you know, with, with, with staying healthy. But with that being said, I think it's so many good things about this team to where the 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 wealth of, of good players, of, of role players, of young guys on there, that this team can take it to the finals, bro. They, they really, I really think they could take it to the finals. I think they could have went last year if Zion would have been healthy and able to oh, be I, in there. I agree. I agree. Well, they gave Phoenix everything they yes. wanted in that first round series. Chris Paul yep. had to go Super Saiyan level five um, and didn't miss a shot yeah. in that closeout game. And I think that hurt them against the Mavericks. I didn't think uh, Chris Paul had anything left. But yeah, man, Zion on that team last year, and them boys probably make a run through the West for sure. Oh, yeah, they had a big chance to go through the West. I mean, even without Zion, they gave Phoenix a run for their money. Jose was giving Chris Paul a problem. B.I. was balling out there. If Zion would have been in there, there was nothing they can do. And, I mean, the games they had earlier this season, it kind of – Zion had to kind of put that uh 
that point out there that y'all only won because I wasn't here. Yeah, Phoenix yeah, don't have nobody to guard Zion. Grand Theft Alvarado is a real thing, man. And, um, you know. Hey, man, I'm if you hoping. look up the, the defensive metrics for, for point guards and maybe for players all around, Jose Alvarado is like top four or five um, in in that in in like a bunch of metrics, bro. That dude is a legitimate NBA basketball player and was yeah. an undrafted free agent for the Pelicans. Like they hit on, t- I think Batosa I was just talking about it. They've hit on so many players the last three years. It's ridiculous. Yeah, right. I'm gonna tell you when I first got introduced to Jose Alvarado, bro. I got introduced to him about two and a half, going on three years ago. It was a, a damn game against Georgia Tech and Georgia Southern. I had them as the final leg of a college parlay that I put together. And um, I needed Georgia Southern to cover. And I think this damn game went to at least double overtime, maybe triple overtime. And I'm like, who is this Puerto Rican motherfucker with these long ass braids? I'm like, bro, he's the smallest one on the court. And this nigga getting buckets. I'm like, what the fuck? Hooping, bro. I'm like, I'm like, fam, who is this cat? I'm like, bro, he is hooping. I think he fouled out, but the dude hustle was there. His shot was there, but what you saw was his hustle and tenacity, bro. Because like he was the shortest one out there, but he was giving them boys hell. And it was one of those where Georgia Southern, obviously, they they were lower than Georgia Tech was, but it was like. Hell, I think twelve in the morning. I was watching that game or whatever. I'm like, who is this little son bitch? But you know what I'm saying? That was that was years ago, and we got him. I saw his game translate to league, and he didn't found that niche. And I'm just I'm just so happy for him because I'm like, bro, I remember that game. I first saw you in college, bro. And he 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 found a way, man. And it's it's just lovely to see. I want all these guys to get healthy, man. But the the way they've been putting that team together. Man, Pelicans, Pelicans can go all the way. They're um they're at six best odds to win the conference on FanDuel at plus nine hundred. So hell, man, it's one of those where it's like I'll sprinkle ten dollars on it. You I'm get about to say I might go place a bet on that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But health is going to be the biggest thing, man. So you know, it's, it's different guys all, all across the league. I'm gonna tell you, Luca, Luca has been balling out of control. But I don't think he got yes. enough help. Now I'm gonna that tell team you, is if they could like do something one, where two, they could get with the Bulls, pieces. yeah, if they could get with like the Bulls and get the Rosen out of there. Ooh, that may be, problem, be huh? a big change. That's gonna be a big change. Now I don't know how that ball gonna get around because I think Luca. I think Luca would be okay with dishing out some more instead of having to score more. But that would be kind of dangerous. Okay, well if not the Rosen, what about Levine? No. They're gonna have to give up. They're gonna have to give up some capital to get Levine. Yeah. I think the Bulls would be more capital ready to get rid of. Uh, well, well, I mean, they're gonna want prospects. They're gonna they're gonna want prospects and stuff for Levine and everything. Like they okay. they may want Dinwiddie back plus something if they want to get uh, Levine. But I think with the Rosen, they're gonna have to just unload the Rosen, bro. Because it's it, it's one of them where it's like, damn man, we kind of need to do right by this guy. To where he ain't got that many more, he ain't got that many more summers left, as they say. I ain't saying like an old dog, but he has been in the league for a minute, you know. That's a Jennifer Lewis reference, right? And that what Deion Cole said that Jennifer Lewis counts her age in summers. 
Oh, I didn't know. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, talking. I'm pretty sure that's where he got that from. Oh, I was just talking shit. <laughs> okay, but yeah, he he ain't got he ain't got that many more, bro. You know, but it's it's gonna be interesting to see, man. Um, like I say, we didn't touch too much on Boston because, I mean, what is it to say, bro? They 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 the cream of the crop of the league, man. They, they all fine they all, machine. And, yeah, and the Nuggets, the Nuggets at the top, man. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, bro. I ain't trying to sound like a hater or nothing, but. Jokic got that game or whatever. His game is impressive, but I don't like watching it. To me, I think it get kind of overhyped because he's, it's, it's like slow yeah, type of play. but it ain't. But it, it's like yeah, you know, all people like he's such a beautiful passer and this all this other shit. But I'm just like yeah, but I don't care. I don't care, bro. It ain't, <laughs> it, 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 it's not that it ain't flashy. It, it's, it's not even that it's just not flashy. It doesn't translate to championships. It doesn't even translate to them getting to the finals. I think they got to the – did they get to the conference finals or was the semis a few years ago against no. uh, Portland? Yeah, that, that was to the – that was the semis because Portland lost to Golden State that year. Okay. And I, I know, you know, Murray, he, he's been uh, injured. And um, what's the other young boy there? Uh, uh, Carter, uh, Michael Porter, Michael Jr. Porter, Michael Porter, Michael Porter, Porter. Jr. Okay, yeah. he's been injured and stuff, so he hasn't had his full compliments. And Aaron Gordon hasn't balling with his Air Gordons. Still can't believe that he has a signature shoe. Got his own anyway, signature shoe. <laughs> you snapped a picture of it. That was wild. <laughs> but anyway, I, I did. <laughs> I just don't see them getting there with him, like. He's a he's a good player. He's a great player. He's a top player. You know, he got the stats, the metrics, and everything like that. But does it translate to what really matters? Does it translate to championships? Does it even translate to opportunities to win championships? I don't know. At least for me, it doesn't. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, I think the Nuggets are a matchup based team, right? I don't. Uh, I don't think. They have the the firepower to keep up with like a fully formed Pelicans team or the the um, the Warriors or the Memphis Grizzlies, right? They don't have enough young guns on the outside to keep up with that. And Jokic, you can play him off the court, right? Put him in pick and roll, and we saw that against the the Pelicans. He can't guard Zion; he too slow. Um, and if you put him in pick and roll um, against a shooter and he want to play that drop coverage, he's just going to shoot over the top of him. So I agree. I don't think the way the Nuggets are currently constituted that they'll ever win a championship with that roster. I agree. You need DeAndre. See, DeAndre Ayton can work in this league. DeAndre Ayton can move his feet. He's a rim protector. He got a big range. And, like, he can, he can at least stay on the court. Um, as a part of your closing five. I don't know. Um, think about that death lineup that the Warriors had, right, with Draymond playing the five and small ball. Yoke is going to get put in pick and roll, and guards are just going to go by him all night long in the playoffs. Right, right. And that's not a knock to his game. I, the dude is a two-time MVP. Like, respect to his game for sure. Like, that's not, that's not disrespectful. I just I don't know if they'll be able to have the same success in the, in the playoffs with that roster. Man, and that's getting to me where it's two-time EP. I'm like, man, at first one, yeah, he did that, bro. You recognize his game and everything like that. But I think Joel Embiid should have won it last year instead of giving it to Jokic. Mm, I agree. I agree. 
He, I, I feel yeah. like he should have won, bro. Last season, he he had a great season. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I ain't like them kind of giving it to that one. But that first one, he he earned it. But that second one, mm, mm, mm. I can say. Now with that, you know we went over these teams, man. Who y'all? Who y'all got for the conference for the finals, man? Who, who, who y'all got in in that thing, man? You want the biased one or the unbiased, realistic one? <laughs> I want, I want the real. I want, yeah. I'm about to say, I well, I don't even want the biased one because I know, but give me, give me the realistic one, bro. Okay. I know you're not about uh, to say the Lakers finna make oh, it to the you know, Yeah. You got them straight. They gonna make <laughs> you know it. Saying? You, know you better get the, hell, get the hell out of here with that boy. Oh, oh man. man, but realistically, I think, I think we could have a Boston. No. I'm gonna go with Milwaukee versus New Orleans. Oh, I think ooh, I think wee. I think New Orleans can, can be the better team in the Western Conference if all healthy. And Milwaukee will have a lot of trials and tribulations to go through in the East, but I feel like they can come out. It's not a bad matchup. It's not, not a bad, bad matchup. That'll be a good series to watch. That'll be an elite series to watch. So I got Celtics. Bucks, Pelicans, mm. Grizzlies, mm. Pelicans, Celtics in the in the NBA Finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I was going to go with as well. I was going to say Boston in the Finals. I don't. I don't think the Grizzlies going to get to that. Uh, to the Conference Finals though. Um. I don't know something been off them this season. I know, yeah, they're number two and everything. They they are, but I don't know if they took that next step that they needed to take to where I I, I look at them and be like, yo, okay, they gonna come in, they gonna tap some shit up. I think they got another gear they had to hit before I, I feel confident in them to like get to the finals and everything, but. Yeah, it's a little bit of hometown cook with me, but I think it's going to be Pelicans uh, Celtics finals, bro. Uh, yeah, Celtics man, a, a lockable hit it, bro. If the if the Pelicans are healthy, which we haven't seen them that way, and Brandon Ingram about to come back, and you mentioned Zion about to miss three weeks with this hamstring, um, like I think that roster with all of the young players on that team that kind of grew up, Trey, Jose, and Herb last year, and adding Dyson this year, like that's. Like that's just a lot of really good players that you need when you're in the playoffs. So, yeah, it might be some home cooking, like you said, but I just think New Orleans has got an exceptional roster to kind of back it up to. We're going to see, man. Uh, and I'm talking about the Grizzlies, but they right now they beating the dog shit out of the Hornets, uh, 91-62, and the third <laughs> quarter just halfway over it. Oh, those but, Hornets But you are said so bad. the Hornets are at – yeah, the Hornets are ass, so <laughs> they're so bad. Um, one one more thing I wanted to touch upon, man. You know, it's getting close to that time, whether you know, Father Time puts him out or he leaves on his own. But it's gonna be a change in the guard in the league, man. You know, where LeBron, he's getting older. Uh, KD's getting older. Kyrie, Steph, Clay. You know, all those those uh, guys of that generation, they're getting older, and, and it won't be soon for long before they, you know, 
they're going to retire and lead the league. Um, who do y'all think is going to be like the the top dogs of the of the new school? Who, who's going to be the face of the league? Because yeah. um, to me, it went from Jordan to Kobe. Uh, it was kind of like it, it was it was between Shaq and Kobe. They were the face, but then it, it went from that little time period to LeBron. LeBron's been the face of the league since like oh three, so that's the past twenty years, two decades. Um, who, who do y'all think is going to take it to the next level? And with them t- being that leader, do you think they can take the game to a higher level? Or are they just going to keep it where it is? Uh, man. That's this is a tough. great question, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm kind of stuck I on try. two players. Okay. I'm okay. Stuck between, who, who you I'm got? stuck between Luca and, and Ja Morant. That's that's th- a good that's a good two to be stuck th- on. I think I think the younger generation falls more towards Ja Morant than Luca, if that makes sense. Well, I with, think they, they can identify more with, with Ja than Luca. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, Luca's a great basketball player, but I think the generation that's coming up will love will love Ja more than they will Luca. Like Luca, like if we want to bring it to the standard of now, I would think people would think Luca is the KD of our generation. Like, you're like yeah, he's he's a killer, killer shooter, killer basketball player, but he isn't the face of the league. While as Ja could be the face of the league, so those are my two people I'm stuck on. Do you think they uh they gonna take the league to new heights? Or are they oh. just gonna keep it? Keep oh, it. Oh yeah, of course, of course. I feel like they could take it to new heights. I mean, Jaws still fresh to the league. He has a long way to go. He's going to develop his game even more. Luca, Luca is going to get better. I mean, Luca is a bucket, bro. That's all I can say. I can, I can. Every time I watch Luca, he's out there just getting buckets. But Ja, he's going to give you the show, the dunks, the crossovers, the fast paced movements. The dancing, the gritty, and he gonna give you all that plus buckets. So right. I mean, they both can, they both can uh get the uh, league to new heights. What you say about it, Suj? Yeah, those two are the yeah definitely in the the top five for me of who do I think can be the face of the league moving forward I think there's a winning component that comes with this right so Jordan won mm. six Kobe Kobe won four bronze got four and we just talked about the Mavericks roster is trash and so I don't know if Luca is gonna do enough <laughs> winning to be the face uh Ja no disrespect. We talked about this when I was on one of your uh, one of the earlier pods. Jai is a, a slight NBA player, right? And I don't know if he can withstand the punishment and the, the fouls that he won't get in the playoffs to win at a sustained level, right? And so I, that's the thing that I don't know. Like, who's going to be the next person that, yeah, he's going to rattle off two or three championships 
and has the game that's requisite to go with being the face of the league. And so Jai and Luca, the lockable was talking about it. They're bucket getters, showmen in their own rights, right? Luca has 61. Jai is on Sports Center every night with some kind of high flying dunk or some fancy pass. Um, but Giannis didn't become the pseudo face until he won the chip, right? And I don't know if he'll be the person um, to kind of carry the torch because Giannis got to be in his mid to late 20s still. So he probably got six or seven years where he'll be still be at the top of his game. But of that generation after him, um, Jason Tatum comes to mind as another one that's mm-hmm. uh, super young that might get some sustained winning with the team that they have. We were just talking about it. Zion, shit, I think Zion's 21. Um, and if the Pelicans stay on the, the path that they're on, Zion is the showman in his own right with that Duncan against Phoenix, that lockable mention that got everybody's attention. Um, those are two other ones that I kind of think about with Luca and Ja. Um, Tatum and Zion being four potential players that could get there. But winning is going to decide it. Whoever steps out in front and starts winning championships in this next era is going to help decide who becomes the face. And I know that's a canned answer, but that matters, right? And so um, until, we right. Know who, until we know who's going to be the, the next lead dog from a championship standpoint, I don't know if we can decide who's going to be the face yet. Yeah, y'all both gave out gave out some great some great answers for it. Um, I'm, I'm more inclined to agree with y'all. Um, I think Luca, he has he has the propensity where he's going to draw in viewership, but I, I don't think just in America he's going to resonate the same. And I, I hate to say it like this, but it's going to be because he's not going to be as marketable because English isn't his first language, and he he doesn't have I don't know if his personality and everything is going to translate into let's say the marketability aspect of it. His game is going to be is going to be superior, but like you say, if you're not winning championships, man, you fall to the wayside. Um, I would pick Jai in there, but a lot of people want to say he's AI 2.0, and there's nothing wrong with that. We all have a, a certain affinity for AI and what he was able to do. But man, when you start going up against some Titans and stuff, it, it's hard to do that because with Ja, a lot of his game is based on his physicality to where his quick step and able to get to the basket where he'll take flight on anybody is, 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 is not comparable to anybody right now in the league for his right. size. Eventually, I think he's going to have to change his game some because their physicality game can only go so far and be sustainable for so many years to where it's like he's going to kind of have to bulk up a little bit. Well, not necessarily bulk up, but he's going to put on some weight and he's going to have to develop like a, a, a real good, consistent shot. Um, he, he has a chance to be there. I think the one that really, like I say, we're going to go under 25, that really has the propensity to have all the aspects of the game. He just needs more more of an attitude and a personality shift is Jason Tatum. He he would be the guy. I mean, what hmm. that's some bitch with six ten or something like that. He's been to the finals or whatever, and he has the ability to where I mean, looking right now, looking like they can go back. Can he win it? Um, you know, 
he he's in the area or the northeast you know they they love you if you're in the northeast or whatever in that market they can market you or whatever but and he on the historic franchise yeah he's yeah. on the historic franchise and once you once you get with that you're going to get the push he he has he has it but the one the one that man i mean he got the marketing and everything like that in the fan base. It's just gonna be his health and winning his Zion, bro. It was re- it was really for it was really made for LeBron to pass that towards to Zion. Well, not you know literally, but eventually from the league where it's like this the face of the league and these guys. But his health, man, his health, and if they can get them dubs, get them championships. But um. Man, I I I kind of see Tatum right now, bro. That's gonna be the guy we go under twenty five. But as LeBron's, you know, he 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 still can ball. He can still do what he do. If I had to pick one guy for sure, it'd be Giannis, bro. Giannis a monster. Mm-hmm. Gian, Giannis yeah. is a monster. Uh, NBA two K character come to life. He he's he's a monster, bro. When when that son bitch want to get going, who who can stop him? Nobody. There's nobody that nobody. can do anything with him defensively. Nobody. You, you you can't, bro. And and that's the sad thing. I mean, he won that championship, but could you imagine if Giannis had um uh, uh shit, bro? Let, let's say if he didn't have Chris Middleton. Let's say he had uh Clay Thompson on his team, or if he had a Ooh. Paul George, or if he had a DeMar DeRozan on his team. If the if the Bucks could get Demonte Rosen, you talking about shit? Look out, man! Yeah, because I, I think and oh, go ahead, Lockham. Oh, I didn't say anything. Go ahead. Oh yeah, so I I think the the Bucks kryptonite, if you will, right? Is they don't have another creator that could be consistent outside of of Giannis. And I love Middleton's game, right? But I think Middleton is a a uh, off-ball um, um, shooter, and right, but he's an off-ball shooter and uh, can go get his shot off of Giannis, right? Like he's not going to beat somebody off the dribble consistently. He can get you mm-hmm. his midi and he can get you buckets right there. I think um, he got old man have, game, bro. Right? Yeah, he's not an <laughs> uber athlete. All of that stuff, and and I think in the playoffs you're going to need somebody to go get you a bucket that's not Giannis, and I don't know if they got that on. Um, their team, right? So you look at Boston instead of and if JT don't have a Ronan, you roll it to JB and Jalen Brown and go get you a bucket by himself. The Nets, we talked about Kyrie and uh, and KD, right? Uh, Philadelphia's got James Harden and Tyrese Maxey, who I think is another young cat that can go get you a bucket um, outside of Embiid, and that's what I think. The only thing that will hold Milwaukee back is they don't have a, another creator. To go to 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 go to in the playoffs, but yeah, if Giannis gets another either knockdown shooter or shot creator on the books. Look out, they're gonna probably be the beast of the East um, to use the term from the nineties um, for the next ten years. Yeah, and Giannis, Giannis got all it, bro. He does. He, he he got he got the affable personality. Like, how can you hate that guy, bro? Yep. You know, you got his backstory. He's won a championship. You see him working on his game and trying to improve it each year he's been in the league. I mean, if you look at him when he first came to the league two years now, it looks like a totally different person, bro. It is it's not even funny. So yeah, he, he 
it's, it's like, bro, how can you how can you hate the guy? He's a beast. He's Love a beast. Love that guy. But it's gonna be interesting to see, man. Um, like I say, I, I ain't trying to scoot LeBron out the league, man. But he gonna get tired of shit being at home in uh, May and June and shit after playing these eighty-two games and shit. <laughs> you know, he see, he made that comment of the day. It's not in his DNA just to be getting points and all the other stuff. He still want to compete for championships. And I'm like, brother, when you decide to stay in LA, you made that choice. Cause I, I've been saying it. He out in LA on business. He out on LA for stuff beyond basketball. He ain't there to win no more championships, man. It's not going to happen, bro. Cause it's, it's too much talent elsewhere. But yeah, yeah, that roster not winning a championship as it as it stands today. No way, no how. Oh yeah. Also, the funny thing uh, too, uh, Russell Westbrook is the favorite for Sixth Man of the Year right now. <laughs> I mean, he fell into I his that role. Was a little bit of irony. Is he really? <laughs> he mm-hmm. is. <laughs> and he didn't even want to come off the bench. You finna win a whole uh, award about it. <laughs> Yeah, they they when they did the renaming of um, the awards of uh, the awards for you know different um, accomplishments and stuff. Did they, they really name it after Manny Ginobili? No, I would say they should have named it between uh, Sweet Lou and uh, Jamal um, Crawford. Jamal Crawford. That's who should have okay. been the Sixth Man of the Year award. Uh, people they named it after because them dudes was was beasts. Who did they beast. name it after? Um, I'm not sure. Because if it's Let not one check. of them three, who the hell is it? Boy, Jose Alvarado. John, John, John Havlicek. Yeah. From the, the yeah, Celtics, he, he was a sixth man? I don't even think I knew that. Yeah, he yeah he's with the Celtics in the glory days. I mean, it's service to the older guys, but no, right. they should name that bitch for Crawford or, or, or Luke. Worst case, Manu, right? I remember Manu. Uh, I remember when Charles was calling uh, Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili. Ginobili, yes. <laughs> it's like, that's not that man's name. It's not his name. But, you know, it's that's okay. That country, Alabama, and Chuck. He don't know no better. He don't know no better. But, you know, it is what it is. But I think that's a great recap. Uh, midway through the season, we're gonna continue to watch and see what happened with our predictions. Man, like I say, want to thank you again for joining us on another episode, Sue Jag, bro. You're welcome anytime, brother. Man, I love this, bro. I'm uh, I'm proud of you guys, man. This has been uh, excellent content, um, and we get laughs out of it whenever I join on. So yeah, man. Whenever the schedule and you guys want to have me on, love to jump on and talk hoops or fashion or whatever you guys are uh, talking about for the week. No doubt. We appreciate it, man. Always welcome. You know, we, you know, it, it seems like each week we're doing the sneakers episode. We're going to have to get you on the next one. <laughs> well, another one, I should say, brother. Because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's getting kind of crazy. More more stuff is coming up with these SB Dunks and SB Jordan releases. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's just the craziness. And we, we'll see, man. But we definitely we definitely going to have you back, man. Yes, sir. That's going to wrap this episode up. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Tell your mama, sister, cousin, auntie on your daddy's side, whoever. 
make sure they like, <laughs> make sure they like and join, man, and everything like that. With that being said, lockable. Peace.